Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, this is the Handmaid's Tale After Show. We're talking mood stabilizers, muffins, and scotch. It's like two out of three of my favorite things. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz and we're back hey guys long time no see life kind of fell apart in the middle of July Uh, welcome (laughs) to the Handmaid's Tale After Show on After Buzz TV Mm -hmm. I'm Adrienne Snow we're going to be talking all the fun stuff today including the Resist Sister the news and we're talking sorry I should say this because I'm a little out of practice but anyways we're talking season 3 episode 10 The Witness (laughs) All right, I'm Adrian Snow, and to my left is the wonderful, as always, welcome back, been here forever, Veronica Bariga. Yeah! Oh, I get a round of applause. Look at that. I love that. Hey, everyone. (laughs) All right, and to the left of her, always speaking nothing but the truth, Miss Lauren Hubbard. Yeah! And then to the left of her, normally you would see uh, uh, a male uh, male presence, but we're all estrogen today. So give it up for Miss Kitty Kaboom. Yeah, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. You guys, so wonderful to be back. Sorry, I, I I fell ill to you know being human and everything, but uh, let's go right into it. So just first thoughts. Uh, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Last week was a doozy of a snore. So it was nice to see that they stepped up their game. A doozy of a snore. A doozy of a snore. Um, yeah, I mean, they were in one hospital the whole time, and she's losing her mind, and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt Just about a regular day right. Gillian. That's a regular day Gillian. <laughs> very right. accurate. So it was very, I was pleasantly surprised to see this show take on a life of its own and mm-hmm. have all kinds of twists and turns that we normally ex- come to expect with it. Yes. Um, Even the people are saying back on track, and that's completely what I felt like. I felt like this episode has gotten us back on track Mm -hmm. to the normal Handmaid's Tale, Mm -hmm. to what we normally see, and we finally got some excitement going, so now we might actually see the resistance begin, or pick up speed, I should say. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed this episode. It was dark. It was was hurting me in Mm -hmm. some, some scenes, but overall... Very well written. Good job, guys. Yeah, it was awesome. By, by the way, it was literally dark. Like, I was watching during the day, and I couldn't see <laughs> my television. And I tried to adjust it. Just a side note. Like, I get it. It's a style, right, that they're going for. But it was it was a little too dark. I, I had to, like, brighten my television. And anyway, but that's... Okay, I'm all right. What did you think it. of it, then? <laughs> Aside from, from that, yeah. yeah. Um, no, it, it was good. Um, you know, I've been, Adrian, you know, I've been waiting years for, for some sort of resistance, right? Yeah. I'm ready for this. Um, and June raging war, essentially, against against this uh, this land, this space. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it, so I'm excited. Good. Yeah, I like this episode. I feel like, I don't really think she need to go through all that or, you know, well, everything that happened, yeah. which I wasn't here to discuss, so I'm not going to discuss it now. But you know how I feel. You probably know how I feel. And yeah, I, I didn't like on Lydia. Anyway, um, it, 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 I didn't think it necessarily merited her getting to that 
going through all that to get to this point. I feel like just by existing for what we confirmed as five years in, in Gilead yeah. would have been enough to get her to that point. But, right. you know, whatever. I'm not in the writer's room, so Fair if you want to hire me, hire us. All <laughs> us. Available. That would be great. That would be amazing. <laughs> Anywho, so let's just go right into it. So it, there were really mainly two storylines, but let's just like briefly touch on uh, the Marthas and the Handmaids. Like I, I know we're going a little bit out of order, but their uh, like recruitment mm-hmm. into June's new resistance has is, is kind of been um, mm, toyed with for a while, but you kind of see it like taken on full throttle with the with the appeal of finding children. So how do we feel about yeah. that? Well, I, I appreciate how careful they are because June seems to just, you know, think everything's a marvelous yeah. idea and be like, I got an idea, let's go, and not yeah. think of repercussions. And, you know, that that's hard to watch sometimes. But I, I appreciate how how uh, everyone's kind of, like, warning her and they're like, hey, maybe this is not the best thing. They're going to hang you. You're going to be dead. Like, are you okay? Um but then, you know, uh, they reach out anyway because mm-hmm. there is some sense of um, uh, partnership or, or, you know, sisterhood or whatever you want to call it. And then they, uh, you know, they get the muffins. Yeah. <laughs> the muffins made the me muffins. very happy. Yeah. The muffins made me extremely happy. And I just want to point something else because it's something that I hadn't thought about. You're absolutely right. I'm so pissed at June that this season she just kind of goes willy-nilly and does whatever and she gets no consequences. I'm like, wait a minute. This yeah. is not the Gilead that we know and love. Right. But... At the same time, I was reminded she's kind of losing her shit. Mm-hmm. So that probably has a lot to do with it. Like little tweaks here and there. She's lucid. Everything is everything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she'll just kind of be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, you're not. So I think that a part of that is why she's just haphazardly been like, I'm on a new mission. Okay? Yeah. I let my baby. The, the, I put Nicole in the truck. I walked away from that life. I know why I'm here. I've had to tell my husband yeah. to please do me the solid against my entire will. So, I mean, the things that she's had to take on internally, right. mm-hmm. come on, they make anybody crazy. Yeah. So she's slowly but surely losing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. the question I Because get. there's nothing to lose, right, at this point. <laughs> that's, exactly. where, that's where she exactly. is. So Yeah. No, I... um. We don't really get to see a lot about the Marthas. You know, we get, we only get to see the Waterfords Martha and mm-hmm. announce a little bit of the Lawrence Marthas. But other than that, it's all about the Handmaids yeah. or Serena and Fred. Mm-hmm. So this time to actually see they were willing to come together to get yes. the kids out. I thought that was amazing yeah. because you know you think oh they're the Marthas they're they're going to be obedient you know no. but actually though. The Marthas be straight up resistant. They the do a lot stuff. of like, passive the reason why Nicole yeah. and um, Emily were able to get out because they set up the whole system that of tra- tra- like getting them that out. That is true. Okay, yeah, we did see that, but it's like. Like I said, we only see a few. We mm-hmm. don't see them when they're all together. So we don't know what they're whispering about. We right, don't know right, what's right. going on in their heads. So to finally see to for them to be reached out to and they mm-hmm. they say yes, we will get the kids out. I thought that was awesome. I was like. Yeah. What? All those muffins? Because it starts small and then it goes to a large frame and yeah. you're like, wow. Well, I knew from it. the look on her face that it had to be a lot of muffins because yeah. she was literally <laughs> just standing there in awe in the kitchen. Yeah. And do you mind if I, I'm, this is totally your job, so please tell me if I'm overstepping, but I got a question for everybody. No, for Thank you so much. I got to know what you guys think about the fact that the Marthas, yes, we finally see what they're collectively thinking and all the rest of that, but who believes that, Lu- that June is really going to be able to get these babies out? Like, is this a ridiculous plot or what? Well, um, I, I, okay. Well, I, I'll say this because the way that they're kind of 
the way that they're kind of uh, mirroring, they're kind of mirroring like Harriet Tubman. And the way that her system worked was by a collection of people working together and separately all at the same time. So if... Oh, God. If June is like the Harriet Tubman... Oh, Lord! (laughs) You would not... She would not. Uh, (laughs) I love it. Uh, Of Gilead. We get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. We get it. But if it's basically working an underground network to get these children out, and and that's kind of what they set up. Like, we could go into, we could have a whole separate special about race relations and how they've dealt with racist season and how they finally Uh, acknowledge it, but they barely acknowledge it, and all that kind of stuff, because I'm really angry about it, I'm happy, I'm sad I wasn't here for those two episodes. But, uh at the same time, like that's if if you think about how that system worked and how the underground railroad worked, right. she could it, it can't just be her by herself. No, not no, at all. Of course not. But in terms of like organizing it and making sure the system's in place to get people networking and talking to each other, mm-hmm. she can definitely do that. Yeah. But my I guess my thing is you know how she said oh, I think the van fits 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Once if they do successfully, let's just say, get 10 kids out on the first try, yeah. so an adult has to go with them 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, she said so, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yes. So. But this is my thing. We saw how hard it was for Emily to get right. out with baby Nicole. Right. And one. under the ocean, I mean, not the ocean, the riverbank and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, one, how are they going to do that with 10 kids? And then two, okay, well, let's say they do successfully get those 10 kids out. Once they realize 10 kids and possibly a Martha's gone, they're shutting shit well, down. No, and I think that's the thing as well. So it, it, it wouldn't be able to work as like an... Like an underground railroad type railroad type of situation. Yeah. By the time that was happening, I mean Harriet Tubman died in like the ni- early 1900s. So when she was operating the system, she was already at the time where slavery was on its way out. Oh, that's right. what you're saying. You know okay. what I mean? So there would have to be something where it's like a mass group and they all like get a bunch of them out. At the same time. At the same time. And never look back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't do that whole let's creep in, let's get a few. Cause no. Because they're going to notice children missing. Of course. That's yeah. the first thing they're going to notice. Yeah. You know what? Night Slasher, it's, I'm going to call you out. He said Harriet Tubman isn't that crazy to do that crap. Sir. What? He's talking about get them out of the... um, He said, Harriet Tubman, question mark, isn't that crazy to do that crap? No, Harriet Tubman isn't that crazy to do that crap. Like, to um, get the kids out the handmaid's tail. I don't even understand. He's basically saying she's not going to do it. Not June, but like saying her. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway. The point is, she got all the slaves out, so yes, she could. She could get the kids out of Gilead. I mean, I this isn't a history channel. A history channel. If you want to learn about Harriet Tubman, you Look. can go see a movie now. Actually, um, anywho, I, I, I just the whole thing for me was like, the, how do you, how do you shut shit? We're allowed to cuss, yeah? Yeah. Okay, how do you shut shit, shit down, down, right? There we go. How do you do that? Beep. Yeah, you, um, I wrote this down. So you take you take their greatest resources, right? So when you want to take over a country or, um, you know, a society, you go in there, usually a military, usually the United States, mm-hmm. but what, you know, whatever, we won't sidetrack. But you take their greatest uh, resources. And in Gilead, the greatest resources is the children because that is the future, right? Essentially, you cannot exist if you cannot procreate, obviously. And that's that's what they offer to and, the world is their system of, of oh procreation. Oh, my God. And so, anyway, I just thought it was so brilliant because June, as crazy as she has unraveled um, up until this point, she still understands how to get them and get them good and, and hit them where it hurts. And, and so, you know, it's, if she's it's successful, it, yeah. 
I have hope. I Can see. We, I, I'm trying to be an optimist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We still have three more yeah, episodes yeah. to go, but let's Absolutely. just go ahead and get yeah. back on track. So no, that's yeah, kind of where we're tough. at with the Marthas and the Handmaids. Let's just go right into... Uh, well, first, before we go into the Waterfords, I just want to say thank you guys so much for watching After Buzz for and sure. being here, even though like I've been totally sick for the past two weeks. Anyways, that's just me doing a share impression. Um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts? Lauren? Yes, I do. Um, since, a, like Adrian said, we just want to thank you guys all for watching. So if you're watching us right now, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment um, on YouTube. Subscribe. If you're listening to YouTube, if you're listening to us on iTunes, <laughs> give us a five-star rating. Leave a comment on there as well because we're so happy you're tuning in. We couldn't do this without your support. And thank you guys so much for making After Buzz TV the ESPN of TV Talk. All right. Thank yes, you guys yes, so yes. much. Please subscribe, yes, rate, rate, comment. YouTube. Share the link. Get into the conversation. Spread the word. <laughs> Live journal. MySpace. Yeah. Whatever decade MySpace. you're currently living in. <laughs> but there find is no us. MySpace. I do want to com- make yes. one comment, mm-hmm. though. Like you said, take away the greatest resource. Sure. Has anyone else noticed that everyone is giving birth to baby girls? What about the boys? So as, even even if they take the girls away, they, they can, no one can reproduce. So that is yes. But we only see baby girls being born. We never they hear do about baby That's not true. Conrad was a boy. The one that Con- got hit by the car? Sorry to jump ahead. But, but he, he, oh, was, but he, he, was, he was before. From before. So you're saying recently. Re- recently. No, that's a good observation. They do, yeah, have, they, they do have boys, though. Like, we've seen we've seen boys running around. They so that's, together, They do yeah. have a lot of girls. But it does but, seem like it's a lot more girls than But boys. I think that mm-hmm. also might be just what, they're, what they, the show itself Focus is focusing on. on. Yeah. True. Let's go into the Waterfords. So... I guess they're just chilling in Washington D.C. in a condo or a oh, high rise or whatever. Wow, they, they think they're hot. The, why are they still on the show? Is my question. Like, <laughs> obviously, they make for a great storyline. So I get. I mean, I know why. Mm-hmm. And they Nicole, right? But I can't stand them. I, I think this is uh, this is the episode where I finally wrote, "I'm ready for Fred to die." Yeah, like, I'm ready for them both it's, to die. It's good. I wish Sierra would kill herself. I'm sorry, Sierra, Sierra, Serena. Serena would kill herself. And oh I no! Would, yeah, Jeez. go off in a fire. Just like your whole neck. Kill yourself. Ridiculous! <laughs> Kill yourself, girl. You deserve. Well, Jim tried to last last episode, and but, let your and husband get blown up in some like, oh, I was a martyr for Gilead because that's how you want to go out anyway, and like a flame of glory. So whatever. But you know what? They're about to be tested, and something is about to happen because that end note with with Serena telling him like, hey, you better get it together. Let's yes. get our focus was back a on huge what matters. Mistake on her part, right? Oh, what did you think it was a mistake? Yes. yes. So first of all, the man who gave her the phone, I thought personally uh, he kind of had a little crush on her and he really wanted to get her out of that world. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to kidnap a baby and bring right. him back to, that's true. to Gilead. So she's misled in that that instance. And, and that's your one thing to get out. Why would you show your husband well, who's ruler over Gilead? I think what she's trying to do is get Fred to turn because I think for yeah, her that's not the most important thing is to get to Nicole mm-hmm. and I think what mm-hmm. she's especially even like I mean we all know where I'm at where I stand with Serena which is <laughs> I, I don't care about her but with what she's witnessed with what Fred did in terms of cutting off her finger well no not even that oh. uh, with with what happened the night before in terms of being bearing witness right that kind of was like you know what maybe maybe we should just go to Nicole. Nicole doesn't have to come to us. Mm. So I think her giving the the phone and saying all you have to do 
is give them something they can use. It's her way of saying, like, maybe it's time for us to get out. Whoa. That's so naive. That's you so naive. Got, you think that's and and even with the preview, you see them driving huh. off in a car. Like, you get the impression that for her, that she, she thinks she can get them to wow. turn. I don't see it. And I don't think she realizes that the her husband severity. is in no way the man he, he used, used to be. be. Okay. How well, does she not realize that he literally ordered her well, finger I mean, to be cut off? But she didn't realize it then. And she didn't realize it then, but once that happens, how do you assess because in your own mind? Because he's a psychopath and he's deceptive. But so. she, how do you, as a married woman, it? I don't care what... Common sense. I mean, there has to be something that kicks in at some point that says, you know what? I need to self-preserve. This is what's happening to me. I've had a full-on breakdown. I was yeah. ridden with depression. I went mm-hmm. to my mom's house. Yeah. Like, it got bad there for a minute. I wasn't sure I was going to see the light. But uh-huh. I did because Nicole emerged. Okay. And so now I'm so hard-pressed to make Nicole mm-hmm. happen that I'm going to make myself delusional to believe that this man, who is capable of so many horrible well, things, would go along with my well, plan. Well, I, 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 that... That's a great point, and I don't even think um, I, I don't know if I agree with you because I'm not sure that Serena's ready to leave this world. I mean, if anything will make her do that, I, I think it could be Nicole. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the one thing that'll make her, you know, switch. But I don't know. I mean, no. you think she's ready to just leave it all? Nope. I, for, her that, daughter, that be, for her daughter. For her daughter. Yes. That would be the one thing. Everyone, sorry. That would be the exception. Yes. Yeah. So I I agree with you. I think she when she did say give um, Fred the phone and say give them something that they can use. I agree. I think she's saying work with them, give them a little more information about this government so we can get our baby back. I don't know if that necessarily means going to Canada, but it definitely means helping them, Mm -hmm. helping the other side to get her baby. Mm -hmm. But I think she's stupid if she thinks he's actually going to do that. I don't think there's any other way that you can you can come to your husband and say like hey perform this treason against yeah, the country that's what it is. <laughs> without having to go and join it's, the the country that you're giving the treason to like like they're treason, turning the yeah, treason a, on yeah that's so exactly they have to do that I get it but at the same time it's kind of like like you said she's gonna do anything for her baby but my thing is if he leaves and he goes to Canada I feel like someone will find them and they'll probably try and kill them he's not gonna leave I I, he's I don't not see going he's that. gonna turn on her so that. let's just <gasps> go right into <gasps> He's going to turn on her. Because he turns on her all the time. But in terms of Fred and, and his behavior towards June. Wow. This mm. episode. What are your that thoughts on that? That was priceless. And I couldn't wait to hear her retort. And it hit right on the head. It was perfect. <laughs> he just kind of moseys on up there. And it's just like, yeah. So I know I put that bid in with you earlier by Washington, D.C. And you shut that down. And that's why we made all of this happen. But there's still a chance for you yet, girl. If you like what I like then you should come through. You all right? And she was just like, he's, I'm just glad it wasn't you. He is so gross. He's disgusting. As disgusting as he is, he's still this much under the new guy. From, Winslow? Yes, that's his name. Thank you, Winslow mm-hmm. from SUV. Mm-hmm. From Law and Order. <laughs> that's what I know him from. That's from Law and Order. He go. is pretty... Did you say SUV? Yes. I love it. Law SVU. SVU. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. I, I thought that was disgusting, too. It was like a power move. It's like, oh, okay, you don't want to come to D.C. with me? Great. I'll make a visit to your house. Make sure you have sex. And, oh, y'all aren't just going to close the door and pretend. We're going to have a doctor show up to check it. And I and I know you hate Serena. I'm not taking up for her. But even she thought that was a bit, was too, a far. bit too far. She was like, yeah. you really think that's necessary? And then that's when Winslow shut it down and said, 
if he can't be fit to run his house, he definitely can't be fit to run Gilead. So I think they're just disgusting together. Mm-hmm. It was that was the scene I was talking about that hurt to watch because Crunchy. it's just like they might as well have been in the room and literally and yes. he even, and Lawrence even made the comment, are you gonna be in the bedroom with us too? Mm-hmm. I thought that was utterly disgusting. Ugh. Like we're gonna sit downstairs in your home until you finish having it's, sex with well, her. It's a power move. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's 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 yeah, it's a power move. And and that was crazy to watch the dynamic when the doors actually closed. I was like, okay, this is a little bit less distressing. I mean, still very distressing, but I was like, at least they, they're not there, you know, in the room. That's too much. But um, then, you know, to, to to see how it kind of played out with uh, with Joseph Lawrence uh, just immediately. Well, oh, do you not want to jump there? Sorry, before sorry. Before we do all of that. <laughs> I know, it's a lot. Yeah. Let's just make sure we've done everything with Serena and, and Fred. Oh, yeah. sure, so, sure, sure. Sorry. Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised by Fred's behavior. I think, you know, whenever they show him him be having any kindness towards Serena, I think they like to remind us that he's still, like, unscrupulous, as, yeah. as, as, as I think the word I'm looking for. <laughs> and he'll do whatever is in his best interest. Right. And I also thought it was interesting because you see Winslow checking Serena. Mm-hmm. Like, because she, she speaks with somewhat... What of an authority a little bit that's been given to her, yes. given to her bunny ears, given to her by Fred mm-hmm. at the behest of June. June, right? But even Fred is kind of like, oh, well, like in his mind, as she's doing it, you can even see him going, well, this is just. This is a courtesy. Like, don't, don't. There's no equality. Don't get right. It. Like, you don't, don't, don't get it twisted. Yeah, you're just, doing too much. You're overstepping your bounds, is, and you know this. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't have to come behind you. Like, if I'm allowing you mm-hmm. this little bit of egregious wiggle room, then just suck it up and take it for what it but is. I don't try to like. The, at the same time, Serena was always in a position of power before Gilead. Exactly. She was the the mover and the shaker, which is so amazing to watch mm-hmm. her who she was, and then to see her this little yeah, presence. Well, yeah, they, but yeah. at the same time. I think that that is why she ended up asking or, or, or offering him the phone at the end. Mm-hmm. It was a power move, but she doesn't realize how far from power she has gone. The, her 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 feeling of equality is a facade, and and mm-hmm. Fred is playing into that because he knows it, it makes his wife feel happy, and so he'll pretend to give her power. But right. when it comes down mm-hmm. to it, there is no equality. It's it's his world. It's a man's world, and and you know, and he is like you said, he's he's a selfish person. He doesn't care. I think about his wife. It's about his. His, his wants, his desires, his mm-hmm. needs. Yeah. But the sad part is, it is completely a facade because Serena saw the conversation that Fred had with June. He he saw her be like, yeah. you know, when how hurt his face was whenever June was like, at least it wasn't you. He heard that conversation, so she's like, okay. This was all a ploy because you were yeah. mad she didn't come back That's with us. Right. Because the whole time, Fred is obsessed with he June. He really is. And, she, and Serena finally sees it, and she's she, that does. I mean, even though she knows he he's not shit, she's still like, wow. After everything we've been through, you're still trying to get with the handmaid, and yeah. I'm right here exactly. by your side after everything. So I think she knows she really doesn't have any more power, and that the whole equality thing is fake. But she's she's like playing. She's lying to herself. Mm. Yeah, she's lying to herself because she knows deep down she like her opinion is invalid, but she's pretending like it is. Yeah. 
Or trying to use his power, yeah, to get what she wants. Um, I think she thinks yeah. that she can manipulate him somehow into being on her side because they have history, because they were in love and really, it appeared, had a genuine respect for one another when they were married before all this went down. And yeah. I think that she thinks that she can tap into that part of him, but that's gone. That's yeah. dead. Yeah, it's, it's, dead. Gone. it's dead. gone, yeah. Gone with her finger. Oh. Poor <laughs> <All right>. Pinky. <laughs> Are there any, any final thoughts on the Waterfords before we move on? Just that they're yeah. disgusting and I hope they die. <laughs> Agreed. I, I, um, oh, last thing, I just want to say, I think Fred's going to get worse because now that he's around more powerful, like right. in the DC, mm-hmm. that, that thing is intoxicating. And, and, you know, he sees this guy, the way he walks around, the way he owns the handmaids, the way, you know, they got the wires in their mouth. I, I think we're going to see a, a darker side of Fred. And, it, I, you know, yeah. And they did say that there were, huh, I'm sorry, tongue tied, they were rolling out the veil and the ring, um, but that the veil is voluntary. So I was like, huh. Oh, they're not, their new house is nice as hell. The oh, veil and the ring. The Lawrence's. I'm not yeah. here. So the, no. um, I think it was, oh gosh, when they went to Washington, D.C. and the girl had the ring. Oh, you're her. calling them rings? They call is it the ring. Oh, and then oh, the veil oh, is when wires. you cover it. <gasps> yeah, yeah, the ring. Oh, yeah, what cute shot. little names. Here I am associating that with marriage. How silly. I did think of her. I thought about <laughs> I'm like the veil, too. the ring, marriage. Yeah. We get married. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you gotta love, but you gotta love the writers for their creativity. It's well and It's so well done. Like, this is really. It's certain aspects of the you are very are well done. <laughs> amazing. Uh, but I digress. But I digress. <laughs> Let's right. go into well, like just to kind of like ease into the Lawrences. I did want to talk about that moment between Eleanor and Serena. So yeah, I didn't quite understand where this like moment of empathy came from, Serena. It, is it because she was aware that the moment of what when empathy? she goes oh. to hold uh, Eleanor's hand after the ceremony? Right. And I was like, oh, that's interesting that. She's showing this empathy towards Eleanor mm. for, for because I didn't see it coming because really? she's I did. a crazy bitch. Don't, don't she you remember crazy. how um how <laughs> how she felt so, sad after she tricked her to go on the walk right. to um see Hannah? She was like, okay, actually, I realized this. no Eleanor, Eleanor and Serena. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so no, I didn't. I didn't see. No, no, no. Oh. I saw it coming only because we keep giving yeah. June the benefit of the doubt. The same way we do with Lydia. Oh, Lydia gives her a hug. Oh, Lydia's telling her, you're such a good girl. She also sticks a cattle prodder in her side. Uh-huh. These women, these people, are not to be believed to be whoever they even think they are. My point is, I totally saw that coming because this is how she works. This is how she manipulates things. And um, the wife is her... Uh, her, well, her, her peer, peer. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So in in some ways, it's not like she's going to June and being like, "Oh, baby, you all right?" It's more like I know what's going on, and I know this is difficult for you. I can't say all that. Mm-hmm. I can't actually empathize with you, but I can be in cahoots in terms of like I can I can reach out enough to let you know that I'm fake here for you. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? It is fake, right? Not right. enough to, to move things I didn't get the sense the scenes, that it was but just fake. Just in the moment. Because it wasn't something she had to do. I was just curious well, as to why. Well, she kind of did And maybe have they'll to. explain it. No, because they I want think... everybody to get... They, they want to keep the facade going, right? So she kind of did have to do it because she wanted to be able to... The, the men have, without saying I, it out loud, they, I get the impression that they mm-hmm. pressure them without words to just be like, 
just get along to get well, along. I think you mean... So it, you're it, a wife. Go talk to the other wife. Yeah. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when you say fake, you mean like just in the moment and she's not going to carry that and care for that her is exactly outside I mean. of that situation. That is okay. exactly... Right? I didn't think yeah. it was motivated <laughs> yeah. by like a fake... I mean, I think right, she right, genuinely right. felt it in that moment okay. just as mm-hmm. she may have in other moments, just as but she was overcome with emotion with Nicole. You know, back yeah. yeah, she's not about right. to hold okay. you down and get your mood stabilizers back. <laughs> yeah, so let's just go right, right into that then. So we get to see June come back after all this time, I guess a month and a half, probably at this point, to the Lawrences, and that they have the remodel of the house. They have mm-hmm. to fall more in line. Um, uh, Joseph is attending more meetings. Yeah. And... Eleanor is becoming increasingly unstable. Right. Which is when we're introduced to the whole idea of scones mean no, muffins mean yes. Right. So it's just kind of interesting to, to step back into this world. And because it seems like things are falling apart for the Lawrences, they seem to be softer towards June. Mm. What were your guys' thoughts on that? The, the relationship with June? That they're... Yeah. Because they're so fragile. And even June says it because he's afraid. And, mm-hmm. you know, free, fear yeah. is something that you can... Is a great motivator. Just on that, I, I, I don't know. If, I mean, sorry, I don't know if it's exactly what you asked, but I do want to say that I feel like it's ignorant of of Lawrence uh, Joseph Lawrence to feel like this this pretending or this you know world that he's living in, which is not aligned with what is going on on the outside, could last so long before it could mm-hmm. fall apart. Um, so that that I don't know. So now it's it's starting to fall apart, but. Um, I don't know. I, I just like he, it. Seems a little ignorant and and weird that he thought that he could get away with it for for so long, and now it's all starting to like. You, you should have seen this coming. Like you should have, um, you know. I don't know if it means sleeping with handmaids. I don't. I don't know what it means. But you should have tried a little harder to make it seem like you were playing this role, yeah. opposed to just sitting back and being like, whatever. I'm going to drink well, my scotch. Yeah, June even says it. She was like. You built this world. How long did you think it would take before it caught up to you? Yeah. So, I mean, it is crazy that he didn't think he would ever... You you don't produce any babies after four handmaids. That is going to look a little weird. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I know he, he didn't want to have sex because of his wife and she's of so course. unstable. But it's just like, you, you know, maybe try with one of them because now... People are in your house, and she even said, you know this is going to happen again, right? Mm -hmm. So now they're going to be forced to do it, and I just feel like that's going to change the whole dynamics of everything. Of course. Mm -hmm. I have one word in answer to that. Entitlement. He built this town. <laughs> they relied on him for so much of like literally like the right. physical how they set the houses up and what streets go where sure. and how the things are. So he was the ringleader <coughs> in this whole situation. And yeah. maybe there was a great fantasy that this is going to be a better world and yeah. we're going to make. And then it turned sour. And once it turned sour, he was like, "Well, you know what? I did my best, but I'm kicking my feet up at this point." And the fact that nobody came to his <laughs> yeah, door and was like, "What do you think yeah. you're doing? You mm-hmm. have to be down with the cool kid. Like we're over here." kicking ass based on what you created. You have to still pretend Nobody to Nobody held role. him accountable yeah. initially. Right. So uh, you created this town so that everybody here has you to thank mm-hmm. and they're not bothering you once you decide that you don't actually want to be down with the town mm-hmm. initially. So for him to be disillusioned like that, I do think it's very bad on his part. I mean, I think yeah, it's ignorant on his up. part. Yeah. But it's entitlement. I, he didn't mm-hmm. believe, like, uh, like a hustler, like a, a drug dealer that hustles. They don't mm-hmm. ever think that they're going to get caught. Yeah. yeah, I think it speaks to um, where everyone's line is drawn. So for for the Lawrences, I think they were on, on board when it was a, a pious endeavor, right? Right. You know, when it was something that, you know, if you are but, sinners yeah. and you'll be punished, and mm-hmm. if you are pious and, and, and believe in the Lord, then you shall be 
you know. Exalted. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been in church forever. I would be dead already <laughs> in Gilead. Um, but I think uh, that with that in mind, he figured, well, I don't agree with this aspect. And they, he, I forget who he's modeled after in the actual... A Holocaust, but there was somebody who oh. helped establish oh. concentration camps mm-hmm. and how they were going to run. But then when it he ended came, up saving people, well, and not even that, but I think sh- he ended sh- up sh- kind sh- of like turning on. He turned on Hitler because he realized that what he had envisioned versus the reality of it was much harsher. Is that mm-hmm. Schindler's List? No. About, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so just, sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Wrong movie. <laughs> but I think um, it, it's kind of the same thing where, you know, I think in his mind it was like, well. We can have people do hard labor, mm-hmm. which will slowly kill them. That because he was the creator of the mines, right? You know, we can have um, the standard of living where we have maids and situations like that. And they're probably like, and yeah, we can also have sex with women through <laughs> rape. this rape that we do uh, monthly to ensure that we procreate. And he's probably like, ooh, mm, hadn't thought about that. That might I, work. I don't know about that. I don't think that's something well, right. I want to do. Mm-hmm. But he can't say that because he's already in. You know well, what I mean? That's my point. Yeah. And, and at the same time, that doesn't that doesn't exclude uh, exclude him. And even when June was like, "Well, maybe he get out with his wife." The first thing I thought was, "Well, he's a war criminal." And then to have his wife say it, I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, you can't." I didn't think I didn't know criminal, until she said that. Yeah, but I didn't know he was a war criminal. But I mean, it makes sense. That's how he was able to decide what goes where. If you overthrow so your country, I love that his <laughs> wife called him a war criminal, yeah. and she was not. Not shy about it. Not at yeah. all. This man's She's like, and he, des- he would deserve yeah. it. Yeah. But it. it is interesting to think that you could negotiate in a way where you could be, um, a, what's the word, like pardoned or, or uh, you know. You get like or, a lower sentence. Yeah. Some, pardoned, s- some sort of, well, I mean, I don't know if he brings the kids. Maybe he's, maybe, you know, maybe he's maybe. a changed man. Or like he said, I would be a hero. And then mm-hmm. how ironic is that? It's like, oh gosh, that's crazy. But there are a I, lot of Nazis who turned over to the U.S. government and helped them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I had a um, I just had a fantasy that they would get let the kids uh, escape, and then that Lawrence would just like you know put himself on the line and yeah, and, right. and, 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 boom. and be yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like that exactly boom 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 blades of glory and then it would be like poetic justice I don't Not know something like all. that but, you know, <laughs> right that's, that's where my mind so. goes but you know <laughs> in a perfect world yeah right right I'm an idealist <laughs> yeah no no um. All right, well, let's kind of wrap that up. Any final thoughts on the Lawrences in June? Um, I did want to say that pervy doctor at the end really annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. show this I, I think I want Aunt Lydia to die before Serena. I want Fred and Aunt Lydia to <laughs> die the most. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she yes. was there too. It's It opened the wound. God, This is God's plan. Like, get out can of here. We just, I don't mean to digress too much, but whenever I think about Lydia these days, all mm-hmm. I can think about is her flashback and her them fleshing her out and giving mm-hmm. her a backstory. <laughs> that was so paramount to me in terms of understanding who this woman was but what I didn't I was talking to another young lady another host today and we were talking about the show and I was saying that I don't understand how one incident of that caliber could take like remember she was in the bathroom she's breaking mirrors well yeah and it but took that's her to a the other whole other episode I, I and she was just, unfortunately I'll just say the woman commented not everybody's yeah, yeah. that strong yeah that's all I'm saying I didn't I didn't think of that yeah. Strength never. Does she have compassion? You have compassion for Aunt Lydia? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. On that note, oh, let's no. go on to news and Next. topics. <laughs> Ta- news and gossip. News, and, news topic. and topics. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> 
Okay, so my first piece of news is that it's actually Elizabeth Moss' birthday today. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday. birthday. She turned 37 years old today, and she is actually, um, she released a new movie. It's called Her Smell. It's, uh, I think it's out in Australia right now. I don't know if it's in... Is that what this is? Yeah. France, girl. Mm. Okay, France. It's in, out in France right now. I don't know when it's going to be dropping in the U.S. But her smell is a story about a fictional rock star named Becky something, mm-hmm. which Elizabeth plays, um, and she brings brand awareness. Whose band experiences? Bri- I'm so dyslexic today. Whose band experiences brief fame, but is broken up by her self-destructive behavior. Okay. Sound a little Sound familiar? familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say I love that she has such great range, and then you describe the character. No, never mind. <laughs> okay, but she is a good actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, um, Ghost Draft is actually oh, okay. We Ghost Draft is actually. Um, gonna be created by Chris Pratt and our girl Serena aka Yvonne Stravosky mm-hmm. will be playing um, in that and it's um, about a man who was drafted in a fight in a future war mm-hmm. which forces him to confront his past and Yvonne will play a woman Pratt meets in the future. Okay, So that was pretty cool um, and then I found something that was pretty interesting. It says Things that are wrong or that don't make sense and Handmaid's Tale. Uh, mm. Gilead mm-hmm. is based in Boston, but no one has a Boston accent. <laughs> um, apparently, women have perfect vision. No one has glasses or they don't allude to any contacts. We, uh, we the see, doctor did. No, women. But we see Emily get glasses when she goes to Canada. Right. No, she had glasses. They gave her new glasses, a better prescription. No, she didn't no, have she glasses. Oh, she didn't have any at all? No. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. And then um, yes, with yeah. the women with the rings, yeah. they want to make sure they're healthy when they're pregnant, but they can't eat with that. So are they on a juice cleanse? They fit too. Yeah, probably. So yeah. So that, and then last but not least, there was a Cosmo article um, about Madeline Brewer and she like talks her. about her character of uh, Janine and about how her character has progressed from now until currently. And she says that her character is not playing the victim anymore, and she's not afraid to call out things when she sees they're wrong, because she has become stronger, and let's see, um... She's just like, all right, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Okay. And it's a much more, but we're limited on time. Um, if you guys want to check it out, though, the article is really good. It's on Bazaar. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you so much. And let's go right into Resist Sister. Yes. Okay. So the Resist Sister of the week is uh, actress Bella Thorne. Uh, she's a former <laughs> Disney Channel star. What? No, no, you don't agree? I knew you'd say something. Now, hear me out, Adrian. Mm-hmm. So, did you know? Did you hear about the interview? she did? No. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'll tell the rest of them. She, okay, so she um, so she was doing, she was promoting her book on ABC News, mm-hmm. so, you know, big, big network, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she talked about being pansexual, which, um, you know, for, for those I wrote, I want to, I don't want to, you know, just give my opinion. I'm going to write down what, what it, the definition. So it's, uh, pansexual is a, a, a when you're attracted towards people regardless of their sex or gender identity. Yeah, I know. So, um, yeah. So, I, I thought that was 
very interesting because in the past she had referred to herself as bisexual and she has been with men and she has been with women mm-hmm. and have open relationships and, and she's very uh, fluid in that way and very honest and open uh, to mm-hmm. her fans and mm-hmm. I, I think that that's great that she's not you know trying to hide who she is mm-hmm. but um, she didn't have to use her platform to to bring um, awareness and, and I, I just think it's great that she's even using the term um, you know and finding out who she is and mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was great to bring attention to how things are not so simple. It's not just heterosexual, you know, bisexual, straight. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So I, I thought she was my resist sister. <laughs> cool. Week. Bella Thorne. <laughs> but no? <laughs> I'm curious. She we'll has talk. a history. Anyways, we'll okay. Talk after. So. Thank you for breaking down what pansexual is, though, because yeah. I literally did not understand. I thought when they say that, yeah. the, the, the meaning that I heard in times past was that I'm just attracted to anything. What, what does that mean? Like, like inanimate objects you're in love with. No, seriously, yeah, I don't understand. Say, or attracted to like a personality. Yeah. A lot of people say, and it doesn't matter yeah. if what gender or who. Or, so a trans yeah. person who who uh, yeah. became a transgender yeah. as a woman. And still has men part like none no, of that. No, no, it's all just that's like it's just a person. It's not necessarily about them being trans or cis. It's just that they they are attracted. From what I've been told, <clears throat> kind of like sapiosexuality, and then we have to go into predictions. It's just that <clears throat> it's more about the mentality of the person and less about yeah. the physical, gotcha. sexual parts of a person. Okay. So and, and even when you're speaking about trans person, a trans person isn't just identified by by their their parts or whether or not of course, they're born of course. <clears throat> as they're born. Okay, so let's go right into predictions. Your after buzz. TV predictions. Okay. Who's okay. That? Am I right? <laughs> yes. So I predict that, that next week, um, June has to receive some type of consequences for her actions and, and greater than just kneeling on the ground for a month. I don't know. I just see something coming cataclysmically wrong with all of her plans. I see it blowing up in her face and it's just going to be a huge shit show. I'm going to have to disagree. I think stuff is going to finally start coming together because of the muffins. I think the muffins mean that people are going to start not necessarily helping her, but helping with the plan of getting children out, um, even if she's not the one to go with them. Because she even said, I'm not leaving until I get Hannah. So I feel like that, we're going to get a little more momentum on getting the kids out. Um, But I think Serena is going to push harder with the phone. I think the phone is going to come Mm -hmm. into play. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm. I, I predict and hope that we are able to see a little bit more about how the Marthas work. How you brought up earlier, how they're sort of a little bit mm-hmm. mysterious. But I'd like to, you know, break in and, and see their network and their organization uh, before we actually move in and start getting the kids out and all that stuff. But I also predict um, Fred lo- losing it and and just kind of you know really looking as at Serena as if she is a traitor for even suggesting that that he you know turn um, mm-hmm. in some way and and then that that's not going to be pretty. Yeah, I think uh, Fred's definitely going to to betray Serena, but I think at the same time he has uh, an image to uphold, and so that doesn't mean that he's going to sacrifice her because he needs her in some ah, capacity. He doesn't sure. necessarily need her to have all her fingers or even to be able to have a mouth, Oof. really. But at that same time, I think that's going to ignite Serena to finally turn officially on Fred, because that's going to be her breaking point is the fact that he didn't fight her enough for her quote-unquote daughter. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up this episode of The Handmaid's Tell on AfterBuzz right. TV. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Adrienne Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And Veronica, where can they follow you? Woo. Hey, um, at Veronica B Online. Veronica, the letter B Online. And you can find me on social media at Lauren the Truth. Also, check out my website, Lauren-Patricia.com. Yeah, my name's Kitty. 
K-I-T-T-I-E. Last name K-A-B-O-O-M. Find me on Instagram. Kitty Kaboom, baby. All right. That's it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you next, next week. week. Bye. Same time, same channel. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.